Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier with Buying Florida. Yes, here we are today, and we're going to talk about something very important. You know, when we talk about lowering your interest rate, you know, that's just one facet. Obviously, you're lowering your rate to make sure that you can save money and getting it done in a quick manner of time where you can recuperate your closing cost. But you know what I'm finding is that you can also see about your PMI. I've got people that I've done loans for over two years ago that had PMI. They put less than 20% down. And then when they refinance, we plug in a value on a home. And if DU or LP accepts it, you can get the PMI waived. So really, I look at the value of plugging it in there. And if it does take it, you know, the government has already the values in their database of what they feel the house is worth. If you get an appraisal waiver, that means you don't have to have an appraisal and you don't get PMI. But let's just say you have to have an appraisal. Well, I don't know if you realize this, but over the last two or three years, values of homes have gone up. And so whatever you were paying for PMI, if it was a 5% down, and if you have to have PMI, maybe you're at 15% equity versus the five, and that PMI will be a lot less. So really, it's not only just the interest rate, it's about lowering or getting rid of the monthly PMI, the private mortgage insurance, when you put less than 20% down. So that is also another savings and something to be looked at when doing a refinance. Very, very important. And I'm really shocked to see the number of people that are getting rid of their PMI completely after two years. And that's crazy. That means your house appreciated by 15% when you bought it two years ago. It's happening. So it's just something good for you to note and to have on base. The other thing I really want to share with you today that I find is of utmost is your insurance. I, I can't believe the people that I've done that maybe their insurance, I've done their loan like five or seven years ago. And maybe they were paying, let's say they were paying, you know, say 17, 1800 a year. I, I, oftentimes I see that they're at 3300. Well, how do they jump to $3,300 annually? Well, a lot of things take place. And one of the things is maybe your insurance company is not, you know, maybe they don't want to write. Maybe they're just increasing it to get rid of you in a nice, subtle way. But you're not looking at it. And that's a big problem. Uh, I would think that the insurance carrier that you go to or the broker that you go to would annualize your insurance on an annual basis and get with you. But I, I, I'm never surprised to see these people from five, seven, eight years ago, they're paying 3300 So we all know that you have your rate. That's fixed. You're done. You know that you get your trim notice on your property tax bill. So every year you get a trim notice. So you know what the taxes are going to be. You know there could be a 3 3.5% variance. Mostly they're staying there. They've been dropping and now they've gotten a little bit of an upsurge. But pretty much relatives, you know, but I don't think anybody looks at their insurance. And I have a, a networking group, one of them. And this one attorney, Rick, his name's Rick. He goes through his insurance on everything every year, from auto to homeowners to everything. And I think that's brilliant. He really impressed me when he told me about that. 
And, and I think you should do the same. I think you got to look at your insurance. When that premium comes due, obviously we know the lender is paying it and they're on target to pay it. But really, I need you to take a glance at it. If you start seeing it creep up, you need to start making some phone calls and uh, seeing what's going on. Obviously, you just can't do your insurance without dropping it by a certain percentage. But I think if you're at 33 or 3,200 and you go back down to 18, I think that's a big drop. So you really got to keep an eye on it. I know we all get busy. You know, you think you got your fixed rate. Everything else is good. Taxes are good. But I don't see people looking at their insurance. And, and that's really something that you need to do. And that and, and, and can really be a savings. I mean, my goodness, if you can save, say, $150 on dropping your rate, but you can get rid of PMI at 60, and then you look at your insurance, and that could drop. I mean, you got to look at the overall picture of what we're doing here. And, you know, we don't do insurance over here. We don't do PMI. But, you know, we look at all avenues and facets to see what exactly we can do overall to save you money. And I think those are really three criteria. Your interest rate, the monthly PMI, and your homeowner's insurance. And I think you guys need to keep on top of it. You know, a lot of people are paying down their loans and, and trying to. But if you do an appraisal and you do it a refi... If you do a refi and that house appraises and LPDU accepts it without an appraisal, or if you need to get one and you have the value, you just drop money. So you really got to look at that. And, and because I know a lot of people are excited and a lot of times values will go up, people trying to drop their PMI, but you know, they say where they change it, where you got to like 20% of paying down your loan to get rid of the PMI a lot of times. So I just think if you're doing a refi and obviously the rates are down, you know, you're looking at the whole picture and I think that's important. Uh, you know, since we're on the topic and I'm doing a podcast and this is probably going to be on another next week's video, so I'm kind of jumping the gun here, but it's been kind of bothering me. A lot of people call me up saying, hey, rates are down, let's refinance. But it's kind of makes sense. You know, like I had a lady, she emailed me saying, hey, my friend just refinanced from 3.75 to 3.0. All right, we're in Florida. Come on, people, tell me, is that a good deal or not? I mean, okay, I'm asking you. If you go in Florida with all the closing costs from 3.75 to 3.0, is that a good deal? Probably not, you know, because you got a lot of closing costs. But then again, did they get to drop the PMI? Did they get to, you know, lower everything else, all three variables? So you got to look at that, you know. I had someone want to refinance and they want to go from three seven to three and a quarter, but they're going to drop their PMI. Well, three seven to three and a quarter, and the PMI just didn't make sense to me. So, those are things to think about. Those are things to have and, and, and to really watch over. And I think now more than ever, you know, we're having to scrutinize every dollar that we're spending and everything going out. And you know, all that much more money you can save. What else can you do? Well, you can use that savings and to pay down your loan further, faster, quicker. I mean, I got a lot of people that are doing that where they're just going to go refinance and take that extra money and try to pay the loan off sooner. Everyone's in a rush, and I think it's awesome to get rid of the darn thing. And a lot of times if I'm refinancing someone's 30 years, and they've been five years into it, I don't really like to go back to a 30-year. Let's go to a 25-year. Let's keep on track on that 25-year. And what are we saving? So those are things that I look at. And overall, it's just kind of like a checkup from the neck up when you talk to a broker such as myself, where we analyze everything. 
we're not like some big institution that uh, you know we got to refi everyone and we got quotas to make. We want to make a living, but we also want to make sure it makes sense so we can go to bed at night and know that we did you right and that it was an overall picture. So I'm Didier, Didier buying Florida. I'm with Didier Mortgage. And you know, you can subscribe to my videos. So if you go to my website at www.ddamortgage.com, I have these videos that go on for about a minute to two minutes. And if you want to get some more detail, like I've provided here today for you, uh, just subscribe to my videos. And then you can go to my podcast and you can learn and grow. But this is the time to see about changing and making some changes in your, uh, you know, with what you have going on. And it's good to get a checkup from the neck up, as I said before. And we're just here to save money. Uh, we know inflation is going to kick in. We know prices are going to go up with all this money printing. So I think more than ever in our homes, we really have to uh, tighten up the ship and get everything done that we need to make it more affordable and for a rainy day comes next year. So please tune in. Thank you for joining me today. It's always a pleasure to speak and give my knowledge. And all I am is a think tank to share information with you, to make you awakened, to open your eyes about all different things of facets in the mortgage industry on what we can do to save money and stay ahead of the curve. And you know what? It's just good to learn and have that knowledge. So anyways, I'm checking out. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.